Welcome to Stephen Rowland's Beer Podcast number three! Woo! We made it to three! We are, we've done well. Two more than I thought we'd do. Mmm, definitely. <laughs> so, um, for those who have just stumbled across this because they were looking for um, Roland Layton. Anything else? Or Stephen Glue. Yes, indeed. Or big beer. Indeed. Or we're searching for something intelligent on beer. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Never mind. You found yeah. us instead. Yeah, how foolishly you tripped upon us. This is Stephen Rowland's beer podcast number three. And what we do is every week we taste a beer together. We do indeed. And we talk about it and we keep drinking it until there's no more left to drink. And it's a beer from... The Beer Bods subscription. We are Beer Bods unofficial. Do you see we've got a shout out on Beer Bods tweet? Indeed, that's pretty exciting that was. I was very excited. We also got a shout out. Where's that bit of paper? You say that. Okay. Yeah, so we've, we've had a shout out on a blog. On a blog which is called A Mustang Mash of Mustang Mash. Um, which, which is very exciting again. And I think we, we kind of agreed, which was good. Yeah, I, I, the proper I, job. I certainly think that's one where I might be my opinion might have been changing a little bit as if I'd gone back and drunk more of it I might be more agreeing I can see in some ways it's quite a traditional so I'm still on the fence a little bit and I, I think we're not we're not miles apart in our opinions yeah I um, I still have my one to drink because you brought your one in last yeah. week and this is the last in our beer bods subscriptions more. so I have decided that I'm going to buy one for me and one for the podcast Okay. So I can still enjoy mine on a Thursday night. Because okay. I kind of, I don't know, I, I missed when we did the Red Ale one. Yeah, when they had the Love Not Warm. I couldn't taste it on a Thursday. It's a bit okay. of Get rid of that piece of paper. So let's open this beer because we have lots of beer to drink. Yeah, you should introduce the beer whilst you're, yeah. you're pouring it. So it is from Anarchy Bruco, which were formerly Brew Star. There was a lot of, of debacle about that, but we won't go into that one. No, we will. I think we should. Okay. So, there is a there's beer keg company called Brewster. There's another brewery called uh, Brewster's. Are they a brewery? Yeah, they are. Okay. Um, and apparently people were, were phoning up and getting Brewstar and Brewster mixed up. That's like that time where we prestigious. had that Hosbone and Hasbeen, and I got really annoyed with Hasbone selling dog bones. No, it, it, it got all got a bit litigious. And a I bit understand unpaid. the thing behind it because I would hate it if somebody, uh, yeah. you know, kind of sure. infringed on my. But I felt they were different enough, and it was all a little bit silly. But anyway, I actually think that Anarchy have done better changing to Anarchy than Brewster. Yeah, I think it's definitely. a cool name. Um, this is the old style uh, labeling okay. that they had. They've just one. gone through a, a, a rebrand, um, yeah. and. I'm really intrigued because all of their beer clips now yeah. have IBU ratings on them. Oh, interesting. Discuss. Cool. Um, good thing, that. I think so. Uh, gives people a bit, of, a bit more of an idea than maybe some of the, the names do. I, names I are rubbish, and, and I think alcohol percentages are pretty rubbish too. And, yeah, definitely. Uh, describing a beer to me. Whereas if I see an IBU now, is this a change in the craft beer movement though? More information is a good thing. And I think that, that's definitely part of craft beer, isn't it? It's about traceability and telling you more about what's going in there. Yeah. They're the first lots who we've seen really talking about what hops and malts and stuff go in. And they're not afraid to sell, tell you what's there because they know it's, it's good enough. So let's look at the colour first of all. We've got a very typical lager colour. Yeah, definitely. Um, a premium lager colour, yeah. we should say maybe. 
lagering. Good amount of head. Yeah, yeah very good amount of head. Lagering is a bit unusual. Yeah. Particularly for a small brewery like Anakin. Yeah. Um, I I embrace it because I think it opens up the craft beer thing to people that like lager. Like, how many times have you stood in a, in a real ale pub and somebody's gone, got any lager? And it's, they go, no. Or they've got some crappy generic lager, you yeah. know, just to keep those people happy. I don't, I've Anybody who's had beer on the continent who's had... Um, lagers over there will know that it can be a really good thing when it's done right. Do you think it's a weather thing a little bit though that we don't do those great lagers because like we tend to do great re- you know, bitters and IPAs and I just think it's that tradition thing. Lagers has, has developed as a, a European type of thing and it, it's been very much a, a Britain's developed bitters and, and stouts and that kind of thing and we've just never We've never gone for it. We're a few minutes in and we haven't drunk beer, so should mm. we, we should at least have a sip of this fine ale. I so don't the know. name Anarchy Brewer Brew Co mm. comes from this lager. This was a lager that they did and they called it Anarchy. Can't help but think they're trying to be a bit brewdog punk. As a few people are, a yeah, few people no. have kind of jumped on that and kind of gone, we're going to... F-. And, and you know, each to their own. The... I've been looking forward to this one since the pack come because I know this beer. Yeah, and you know the brewery and yes, as well. So Simon and Dawn are the two people that own the brewery. Simon used to be a um, tree feller, so um, cool. um, Tree surgeon. So that was it to give me his proper title. He was a tree surgeon. Then he started selling equipment. Decided that he didn't want to do that anymore and kind of followed his dream of brewing beer, which I can wholeheartedly appreciate. Yeah. he is a very nice guy. Their brewery is based up in Newcastle, just outside of Newcastle. It's about 15, 10, 15 minutes on the train. Okay. Um, and it's on the middle of like, have you ever been to Amerton Farm? No. The people out there won't have been to Amerton Farm. Oh, so know. perhaps I need to describe this better. But it's like, it's like a garden centre. Okay. And they've got different people selling different things. So like ornaments and gifty yeah. type stuff. I get the kind of thing yeah, you yeah. yeah. A bit like Trenton. Yeah. Yeah, where you know. But okay. I, <laughs> again, nobody out there in the internet world knows what the hell I'm talking about. But it's it's a craft village and they've got this yeah. brewery in there and it is beautiful. Like as a brewery, it doesn't look like a brewery. One of those ones that is for people to see. He has a bar on the front which is bigger than the brewery, so the bar is bigger than the brewery, and you can see at Christmas time that place being rammed with people wanting yeah. to buy bottles of beer to take it home to their loved ones and whatever. And I've tasted a number of his beers now, so for disclosure, uh, Simon has done a st- breakfast out yeah. with our coffee in it, uh, so we are a little bit, well, I am a little bit biased. <laughs> But actually, I've tasted that, and it's probably one of the best stouts I've tasted. In so it's a really good stout, yes. Um, he sent me a sneak peek of his IPA, which was phenomenal. <laughs> like, it was bitter, you know, kind of fruity hop city. It was delicious. Um, so I, li- I like what they're doing. I like the lager. I wish it wasn't 7%. I, I'm not quite sure what I was expecting, but it definitely wasn't this. Was it I not? Tell you that. No, it really wasn't. What did you expect? I'm really not sure. Something less... I don't... More lagerish, I suppose. But now, this is my point where I was going to go with this, is that 
So lagering takes a very special kind of brewing, as we know. It's not your it's not your standard way of brewing, is it? You, you know, you need the equipment. You need an appropriate yeast that's going to, yeah. to be bottom bottom fermenting, and you need that cooling it down and yeah, exactly. So you need that equipment to cool it down and drop it. You know, and and I personally, and Simon will probably hate me, but let's hope he doesn't listen. I don't think it's a real traditional lager. I think it's an IPA with a lager shoulder to it. It's a it's a pale pale yeah. beer. With a, a, a perhaps a little bit more carbonated than it would normally be. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, I, mean, I, I think there's so that there's a an Stop IPA um, lager hybrid from Williams Brothers Caesar Augustus, okay. which is I quite like. It. It's very kind of drinkable, solid beer, and that tastes more like a lager to me than than this does. Yes, I I, I think this is. I think the reason I like it so much is it's a very untraditional lager, and and I agree with you on the continent. I love lagers, yeah. and when I travel like Central South America, it's all you get is lagers. You know, they've only just started to really do ales in in, in those places. So it's very syrupy. It's very very viscous. Like the mouthfeel of this is immense. There's a lot of like peach going on for me, which I really I really like the flavour. I think I'm finding it a little heavier than what I would really want from a lager. I, I kind agree. of embrace that, like that crisp, clean flavour. And I think a lot of that comes from that 7%. Mm. Like we are in the territory Definitely. here of alcoholic beer. Like, you know, this is blokes on street corners drink lager like this. <laughs> I've seen I, them. They're outside my house. You obviously live in a better area than I do. <laughs> no, you know, this is, this is right in there on the, for me, this is, Although I drink lots of 7% beers, this is one of the most alcoholy beers I, th- I think I've had of recent times. Mm. Um, I love the flavours in it, and I love the flavours in it because it's not very lagery, and that's perhaps the wrong reason to like it. Um, I'm saying that, I will drink this all day long. Well, actually, no, that's a lie. I'll drink it for an hour and a half, and I'll fall over and sleep in a corner. Um, no, I'm definitely enjoying it, mm. but I don't think it would hit the spot that a lot of other lagers would. It's not like a beer I would have for a barbecue. Yeah. It's definitely... And I'm going to eat my words of podcast number one, where I <laughs> said that beer bods play it safe a lot of the time. Um, this is not safe. No. I think that we're, we're recording this early because I'm not going to be here, so I think when this goes Thursday, yeah. I think this will be the most controversial beer beer bods have done in the last 12 weeks. I'm, I don't think it will. I think actually most people will, will enjoy this. Um, I think it's one of those ones that's technically quite challenging, Yeah. but in terms of drinkability, I think it's really drinkable for lots of people. Like Things like the, the Epic Saison from Wild, which I love, yeah. is a real divider for people. We had lots of people loving it, lots of people hating it. I don't think that's going to happen with this. Maybe, maybe so, because I think maybe the audience is more used to uh, lagers, and they're more... like. I'm not saying that the, I'm not saying the beer bods audience is, yeah. is limited. I think the majority of people have had a good experience of lagers. I think yeah. I have. Yeah. You know, yeah. I know when I was eighteen, that's what I drank. Yeah. That's what you did. You know, and, and you had a pint of lager and a packet of crisps, please. <laughs> I, the thing, this sits kind of between lagers and pale ales and that kind of territory, and those are both things that lots of us get on with. Mm. Now, something like the saison was really out there, away from more mainstream groups. Mm. So I think that this one's going to be... Maybe you're right. I, I might, we'll uh, wait and uh, see. Yeah. So, um, Morpeth, by the way, where it Morpeth, is. Morpeth, okay. Um, 
We should read the label because that's what we kind of got into doing. And it just says uh, a craft brewed strong continental style lager with a fruity character, smooth and very refreshing. Lager for six weeks. Recommended serving temperature seven to nine degrees, which I did refrigerate it. So lagering for six weeks, not as, as I understand it, not terribly long by yeah. our lagering standards. And, and again, I think this is where I don't think it's properly yeah. lagered. No, that is uh, knowing Simon, I can imagine that's on purpose. Yeah, yeah. because Don't he wanted to create this this hybrid. But it's cool. Yeah, no, it is cool. Uh, what's it like? EBU? Is that uh, a different measurement? Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. I'm not quite sure exactly how. It says how EBU twenty, but I noticed okay. on the on the pump clips now they're talking about IBU. So mate, again, cool. this is old packaging. Um, I think we'll see new stuff from them. But, um, th- their packaging has really evolved well. Um, yeah. I think they should be commended for that. And I do like that it's a three thirty ml bottle. Their blonde is in a in a in one of the bigger bottles. Is it? Okay. In a five hundred ml. Yeah. And I don't like five hundred. We like three thirty. Three thirty is good because you can drink it, move on, get yourself. Whilst a before we finish, because we're coming to the end now, yeah. I wanted to. Oh, there's a little bit. There's a little bit more. Um, a couple of weeks back when we did London Fields. Yes. We talked about hops and we talked about uh, Doctor Rudy. Yes. Which we'd never heard of. Hmm. It turns out Doctor Rudy we have heard of. It used to be Super Alpha. Hmm. But they've they've changed the name on it, so it's right. now, I guess because alpha is about alpha acids on it, and uh, it was okay. maybe it wasn't seen as appropriate. I don't know the details. If someone else does, yeah. let us know. Um, what's in this hot boys? I'm not sure. That'd be an interesting one, wouldn't it? It would. It would. I did. I, I'm sure I did look earlier as well. Yeah. Yeah. There we no, go. really tasty. Lots of people. So bottle caps. We need to get them. Yes, it's yeah. our bottle cap rating with our wonderful, expensive sound effects. So uh, <laughs> you can start this time because I started last time. Um, we should take it in turns. I'm really enjoying this. Um, very drinkable. As I said, not what I was expecting. Perfect for a summer's day as well. With summer coming, hot weather coming. Hopefully, I think this is perfect hot weather. I'm going to go with an eight. Ooh. An eight, an eight bottle top rating, and, and do you know what I like? I, I swore to death that when we did this, we would disagree all over the place. <laughs> but actually, I I am completely with you. I think it's it's. I knew, I knew before we opened this one because I've drunk it a few times. Uh, Simon very kindly sent me a. We swapped a crate for some coffee, <laughs> and and I like it. I think it's really good. I think for me, it's. I'm going. I'm actually going to go half a point higher and eight and a half. <laughs> Just to be contrary, <laughs> just so there's no my job army. Here. So um, my time for my last week and time for us to go. Indeed. And um, yeah, thank I you can... for listening, and mm. we'll see you next week. All left.